this is podcast 34. Did you count them? Uh, shoot, now you've got I unfortunately do not have any connection to MIT. Oh, uh, as uh, Mark does. <laughs> I saw him. I've been like on a podcast yeah. tear. Uh, I am the lovely and talented Mark Thurman, and I am uh, That's our guest global snorting. IoT dude, working currently for JD Power, a 50-year-old data scientist company. My name is Mick Williams, and I'm the uh, founder and president of Boston Harbor Angels, which is a local angel group that's been in business for more than 14 years. Oh, wait a minute. He got an introduction. I am Dave Pausner, a uh, IP lawyer here at Nutter McLennan. And our guest is Frank Gillette, uh, currently a vice president and principal analyst at Forrester Research. Now you were with us before. Yes. And and your career did not plummet so far. You actually came well, back. We don't we don't know yet. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's here. He hasn't gotten his end of the year review. <laughs> that's true. Thanks, Mark. You're but, always looking for the next fall off a cliff, aren't but, you? But but aren't you approaching your 20th anniversary of Forrester? Last April, and they they oh, recognize wow. them once a year in January. So yeah, in January. Uh, really. There's nine of us that have uh, were completed 20 years this past. How well, many people were year. there 20 years ago? How many employees? Uh, you know, I don't know, but it was over 100, and we were at 1033 oh. Mass Ave, um, close to Harvard Square. Ah, where? What building? Well, it, it's across the street from the NBER building, and it's currently Waypoint Restaurant is across the street from that. But it's, I thought it was more towards Christopher's that that end of Mass Ave. Uh, it, it's right. It's just beyond the uh, Mass Ave Mount Auburn split. Oh, um, oh. yeah, yeah, is. yeah, yeah, correct. Oh, I know what that is. So, Mark, this will not get cut out of the podcast, so this would be very local, not even humor. Mm. Time and weather might be better. Time and weather. <laughs> That's a mixed I'm, I'm not bored yet. I'm just <laughs> getting there, but I'm not, <laughs> not there He's yet. on his way. So, <laughs> we, so we, we never actually planned this thing out, so mm. other, than, other than the topic Shockingly. is... Shockingly. Yeah, yes. It you was might supposed... talk us about the razor blade business. We're always in the <laughs> early stage <laughs> business Wrong talking Gillette. about the razor. <laughs> oh, Wrong Somebody Wrong. shaved it off and took all the money. <laughs> so why? There's no e on the end of my name. Is why. But the, well, we we are physically the, very close to the world shaving headquarters. Yep. Too bad I don't <laughs> shave. Yeah. Well, or yeah. at least yeah. not part often of my face. enough. <laughs> So we could plan while we're here, and mm. whatever little audience we have could listen while mm. we do that. If you mention blockchain, you yeah. automatically, everybody's ears perk up. Yeah, well, we mentioned Well, then blockchain. we can hashtag blockchain it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should do All that. Right. So, I'm not sure how to use a hashtag. Now, if, if there's somebody here that knows anything about blockchain, that would oh, be helpful. That I don't would think there's anybody helpful. that knows anything about blockchain Wait a minute, wait universe. a minute, wait a minute. Okay, actually, we do have a blockchain expert. That would be you. <laughs> <laughs> no, my colleague... Uh, is the one who does uh, a lot of our blockchain research. And I've looked over her shoulder at, you know, well, what's the application to Internet of Things? And, uh, you know, I, I keep up so I can, like, yeah, second-guess you guys. Well, you know, we could change the topic, too, without too much of a, uh, too much of a divergence from what the title of the podcast invariably will be, mm-hmm. which is blockchain. Which is, number one, we're not going to talk about the uh, failure of the uh, cryptocurrency markets because that's just not interesting today. So what we thought That's was... this year's, or this week's glitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So what we thought we'd talk about, Mark and I, the, it could be the royal we, but I think Mark and I talked about it this morning, um, was blockchain as a new technology 
and how people are diving. What is it, feet first or head first? What is the expression? I I, I think I know. I think it's it's uh, butt Either. first. Butt first. Okay. But backing first. into it. B- oh, into oh. what? No, no, no. The, the point is that this uh, is yet another technology that, that we're all diving into, trusting that it's actually um, going to work and not going to fail. Uh, so th- if we had our yeah. druthers, we would have at least I would asked you to talk about to get the conversation going about what does foresters have to say as a um, pundit of the industry yeah. about adoption of a technology that might be, for all we know, backed by Putin. Um, and I'm thinking uh, a little about, uh, what's-his-face, Namimoto well, or whatever. he was over there it's just recently. recently. Uh, whatever. <clears throat> okay, but yeah, you were over there. Yeah, you were over there. pseudonym for... He's got a soccer ball with him. Ukrainian um, So the, the point was, is this is just an example of, not, not again, not Bitcoin, but blockchain is a, an example of yet another technology that we seem to either be going butt-first into or head-first into mm. that may not ultimately prove safe. So, or both. So, or both. And so, the question is, what can we do about that? But here, before mm. he answers, since yeah. this is a... Uh, podcast all about interruptions. <laughs> I, I would I would propose that any blockchain segment sort of be failure to launch. Yeah, since this is fine. a podcast about failure. Yeah, you know, it's failure. And yeah, I would yeah, yeah. I would yeah. Um, yeah. opine, which I do quite frequently without anybody asking, mm. nor without any knowledge. Exactly. Well, that's besides the point. That and in fact, we did a recent thing at the MIT Enterprise oh, Farm Connected Things event. There we go, man. Uh, this this oh, uh, yes, this uh, past uh, oh, few please. months. Let's not. That do. Frank was kind enough to actually no pitching. Um, we're not pitching, but Frank was kind enough to actually spearhead the panel. Yes, I moderated the moderated point this panel, and we did a point counterpoint, which I'll refer people to, which is available somewhere. Was that with the guy with the? Uh, with not only well, Frank, we had two people. We had uh, yeah, the MIT Andy guy. Stahl yeah, from yeah, that uh, SAP. That's right. Yes. And uh, the gentleman from MIT, whose name I've just forgotten, but that's okay. We will uh, can look it up. Sir, who's, who's like an MIT Media Lab crypto? We will expert. email. We will email the podcast to him, or no, and we'll point out exactly where you've forgotten his name. Nah, he doesn't care. <laughs> we'll see. That is that, the, that, That's my pull. That's my pull. Pull with MIT. He just doesn't care. But I guess the point is, is that this is how do we know that this stuff really number one works? Number two can rely on it. Number three, are we going down? Are there any examples of history? I can think of one, the mm. Titanic, except that wasn't a mass adoption. It was oh, at least, I'm sorry, there were a lot of people on the it, Titanic. It was, it was for the people on, on, <laughs> on, on, on the uh, boat. But that one didn't work so well. Um, and there have to be other examples of well, that. And so what is it that we can learn about the failure that has yet to occur mm. of the, well, in the, of case the blockchain? Of the, in, in the case of the Titanic, the, the technology mistake was believing that it was unsinkable. Well, how about right? the blockchain? And there were, there were two mistakes. We're getting back to blockchain. Oh, I see. Um, He's winding one, up. One mistake was um, assuming you didn't need a, a lifeboat for every person on the ship. Oh. And the second mistake was the brittle steel mm. that was then fractured when it hit the iceberg. So they didn't really think through the consequences of, of using the steel they did. And so those two failures combined to, as technology business errors... <coughs> doom the passengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but if we were podcasting, what year did the Titanic go down? 29? No, no, it was pre-war. Pre-war um, 30s? You need to talk about no, 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 no. Pre-World War One. Pre-World so War One. yeah. It, you know, I, 07 say, or something. Okay, so what, uh, let's say we're podcasting in 07. Nick, that's about your age range. I was actually on the Titanic, <laughs> and I told them, don't leave without more lifeboats, and they didn't pay attention. They wouldn't listen. Yeah. They tell you to heat the steel So up. you got off. 
Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I didn't get on. Yeah, he had his right. clipboard. He was going down the list. Lifeboats. Nope. All right, I'm out of here. Yeah, but fail. If we, <laughs> if, if we had done this podcast back then, it would have been with little. They didn't even have Dixie cups and paper st- strings between them. But they had string and they had cups. They had telegraph. They had telegraph. So we could have done a it's primitive radio. What, what was the? What would they call podcasting in the telegraph days? Radio. <laughs> Telegrams. Telegrams. Okay, we could have done a telepodcast um, we, and talked about how great the Titanic was now that people can go across the ocean. And we would not and have discussed. Fast, really we fast. would have not discussed brittle steel, nor would we have discussed lifeboats. We would have just moved on. And then Missed we would have, and then when we came back when the phone it's, came it's up. It's actually an interesting analogy slowly. now that now that this plays out, he the Titanic analogy. Because it, it, we don't re- yet know what, what, what works deal. and what doesn't work That's blockchain-wise. We don't know what we don't know. We don't yeah. know what we don't know. Uh-oh. We haven't hit an iceberg yet. Right. There's not a critical mass of icebergs floating around in the ocean. I haven't seen any any deck chairs or even lifeboats on, on the, the blockchain. blockchain. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's playing the music? Well, uh, don't try the swimsuits, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> So well, so what's the answer thought. to Okay, so what would what would Forrester say though yeah, if I if what would so, I said, so look, yeah, let's summarize. Exactly. So my colleague Martha Bennett, so what uh, would she a say? German living in England, so combining two interesting cultural perspectives. Oh. What she says about uh, distributed ledger in general is that we're extremely early in the development of the technology. It's worthy of experimentation and oh. uh, innovation, but it's not really ready for prime time in most use cases. Now, if you if you focus her in and ask her about mm, if you focus her in and ask her about using it for currency, then it shifts a bit, right? But huh, is that a pun? It, wah, wah, wah. Oh, wah, wah. Um, <laughs> only if you're listening closely. Uh, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Because, um, you know, if there are, in fact, situations where you want to take advantage of the, the, uh, of the capabilities of a distributed ledger, there can be some applications. And so if you're actually in finance, you know, lean forward a bit more into the technology and, and checking it out. Um, but otherwise, you know, when she and, and my colleague Dan Bieler uh, in Germany looked into this, it was like, wow, this is still really early. And the use cases are, in fact, corner cases, the ones where you're trying to keep track of um, – microtransactions that are happening like at the point of, uh, you know, on some widget somewhere instead of with people. Or um, if you're trying to document the provenance, the origin, and the the life cycle of a part, that has a bit more interest. Huh, another um, pun there. But uh, the you're just going to keep, like, in, in, prompting <laughs> well, the audience, aren't you? You're, you're not going to let them figure it out for themselves. Well, I don't want Nick to tell the time and weather. Mm. So the... The, the nature of this technology is that right now the transaction rates are still really rough. So if you want to do anything um, and any volume, they haven't worked that out. And another big concern, which we've seen surface in this space, which sure. alternatives have begun to offer around uh, distributed ledger technology, is the, the fact that um, it consumes so much energy and increasing amounts of energy to That's process right. Uh, distributed ledger transactions. Well, you're sounding like the real blockchain downer guy. Well, this was also brought up. In, you well, know, that's what you asked for, isn't it? <laughs> right. Well, we were asking for failures. This was like. Well, so it's failure to launch because it hasn't been sorted. And in IoT, I, I've yet to see a real use case. I've seen some PLCs, some discussion. Oh, my. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Too many little acronyms right. here for my but puny I think little IoT and POC, he's not keeping up. Okay, IoT, well, you know, a... uh, proof of concepts. Yeah, what's what's I, IoT again? IoT, Internet of Things. So it's oh, connecting yeah. things to Thank the network you. in Thank order you, to do Mark. something meaningful. Um, Thank you, Mark. But the the speed to process these transactions yeah. on blockchain and the energy required 
there's just not a use case that supports it well, so that as I've an, seen. As a newspaper reader, are, I, you, are you saying even the token aspects of blockchains, so you can distribute tokens, not for currency, but for other uses, would not work on blockchain? I'm just saying, with respect to work. IoT, this notion of sensors on things, millions of sensors on millions of things, I've, I mean, I'm, I'm out there, you know, uh, speaking Every with customers day. and enterprises. And in my role at JD Power, I talk with, with uh, all sorts of providers, as Frank does. Tricky, tricky. You didn't mention the MIT Enterprise Forum. Because I, I don't do it in that context. Oh. I just do a conference, which well, is on March 25th. You'll work, you'll work that in. Oh, thank you. We, well, one of our companies, <laughs> did, one of our portfolio companies called Eris, which just uh, Goldman put in $70 million. It's A-E-R-I-S, not A-double-R-I-S. No, A-R-A-S. Oh, oh a different one. Out of different Andover. Year. Yeah. Okay. Because one just sold. And this one was, of the heiresses. Anyway, this Who one was not, it was actually a $70 million investment in Eris. And which <laughs> this is the investor's eye view. Valuation, $350 million valuation. Pre or what post. they do is product lifecycle <laughs> management. Okay. Uh, oh, and, that one. They were just in the globe. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that company talks about the Boeing situation. We just had uh, Mark Lind, who's the uh, C. Something oh yeah he's one of the strategic yeah yeah anyway so he was talking about suitably gray haired there's failure in the system but you got ten thousand engineers working on a Boeing seven eighty seven and when somebody moves something you know a cable harness has to go another inch or two inches uh, or whatever so everybody has to know so it has to be a distributed ledger to all those oh people. did he mention blockchain yesterday no he didn't and oh, uh, it's, it's interesting because kudos to him for not we should um, ask him about it because they're they are doing some up. kind of blockchain obviously with software it, well it's not yeah. obvious actually yeah, i was going to say how so it could be they could have a distributed paper ledger so you know well, a lot they, of these everybody lot, they do one little change and everybody has to know about it. Yeah, yeah. but that's a client oh. server type thing. Yeah, yeah that yeah. doesn't inherently. Just so you mean, can propagate a change in, in varieties. No, of, I, I, I of said systems. he didn't mention blockchain in it, it, but it does a similar accomplishes a similar thing. Mm. Well, at, at, at the, in the simplest way of thinking, a blockchain is quote a database. Right. However, what's different, so the old school, i.e. the today way of doing things, is everyone keeps their own copy of the database and then cross-checks with each other and says, well, my database disagrees with your database. Right. And the distributed ledger technology is the opposite. There's one database that everyone holds a piece of and a copy of, and it tells everyone the same thing at the same moment. And that's and part that's of the very, speed very or the latency right. issue, because you have to compare notes. If the four of us are, are all, you know, have our ledger... Every now and then, our ledgers need to talk to each other and say, you know, is this right or not? Out of curiosity, what's the, deg- to what, what's the degree of redundancy in the distributed ledger as you described it? Because I had come to believe that it was that everybody did have a sufficiently large chunk of the, of the uh, database that they could actually reconcile transactions with what they had. And you're suggesting that's not the case. Well, so this is where I'm not clear, and I would turn to Martha or maybe Dan to ask, but um, my sense is, no, that you, each person has a relatively large chunk of it and can validate against their copy of it. Okay. Um, but the nature of the, the growing size of that history trail um, and the nature of the compute necessary to record a transaction on the blockchain right. or on the distributed ledger right. means that it is a large and growing workload, although... I've also had people explain to me the difference between proof of stake and proof of work oh, God. architectures, yeah. which makes um, yeah. them more efficient. Um, and but what I don't understand is the uh, 
difference between the two, but I think the proof of stake ones have less workload, but they may be giving up some other feature right. in order to get there. Right. I, I, I got it. Okay. So, so in, in, in your thought, they have this thing called a time series database. So a part moves, it then gets... You could fool me, actually. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure it's even a time yeah, series, not be. what I know. But, but <laughs> Boeing is like the great feeding trough up in the <clears throat> Pacific Northwest for every IoT company and every systems integrator, which is mm. great. And they have so many different, you know, they're not only building planes, but it's just logistics at the, at the various factories and the parts. So can we step back from this, um, from this mess? And it's a new technology that it sounds oh, yeah, like Forrester's. larger meta. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it sounds like the mixed question, which I think was a good one. It sounds like foresters in general would say, interesting, good time to start experimenting with this, mm -hmm. and, and let's all collectively figure out whether this is going to work for us. Now, as a reader of newspapers, I don't get that impression. I get the impression that this is a tried and true technology because no. it's distributed. Absolutely It must not. therefore work and that we should all throw our money at um, companies that use the blockchain, mm, uh, use a blockchain. No, right. Okay. Correct. So that is not what we're telling our clients because ah. what we see it as an emerging technology yeah. with a lot yet to figure out and with limited applications today. Um, that are ready for pr ready prime. for prime time. Yeah, very little ready for prime outside of financial transactions. But but say a Boeing with um, aircraft parts that you want to sort of track through a lifetime. That's actually one of the more interesting use cases to think about because right. it's not high volume transaction, right. but it is sort of all the stakeholders in a system participating to go. Oh yeah, that's this part. And the now, and the payload is small enough on hopefully. each individual item such that you could probably run it through, you know, a distributed ledger type so let's, system. Yeah. But let me no. point out one of the one of the things we don't know and we don't know how they get solved. So um and I'm gonna make a general comment that the purists would tell me, you know, would be better able to narrow down. But basically uh distributed ledger technology lets participants put things into the permanent ledger. And it turns out that certain things are illegal in a ledger in certain countries. And so you can, quote, pollute permanently a, by, say, putting pornography into the, the, the distributed ledger. And now, you know, you, the entire ledger and every holder of that ledger is... Proof from the poison tree, in other words. Yeah. So, and, and then, and once it's in there, there's not a mechanism for getting it out. Right. It's because supposed it's supposed to be immutable, immutable and unchangeable. Right. So... That's one of the headaches to solve. Well, so moving of course, away. we have to figure out the definition of pornography because Potter Stewart, Justin oh, Spicer, no. said, I know it when I see it. I know it when I see it. But think, you know, think countries that restrict other types of information or think, you know. How about HIPAA? How about uh, medical yeah, health, health information has, yeah, so what's the has have, data provenance? I don't uh, know what the answer to this one is. Someone may yeah. have thought of it. But I, all I absorbed was, Oh, that's an interesting problem because now you've got lowest common denominator. The the distributed right. ledger is only as good as the dumbest person using it, or the one with the most malevolent intent. Let's make sure Mark doesn't get on it. That's why um, I just talk about it. I don't actually um, do anything. Whether it's mistaken or intentional. Well, right. Can we switch over then to something? You're gonna have to you're gonna have to cool your jets on this one. Can we switch over? To, and you know about IoT also, Internet yep. of Things. Allegedly, and, I don't and, know. And Mick and I are <laughs> veritable experts on IoT. Uh, I, I I just learned today what it is. I mean, uh, yeah. thanks to Mark, he explained what those that those letters mean. I had no idea. <laughs> okay. So so, you, so now you know it's both things and internet. <laughs> so we we have exhausted our knowledge on blockchain. So maybe we'll change the title of the podcast, though probably not. I still think failure to launch. I would opt for that as a. 
good blockchain title. Well, you're, you're well, no, like no, it's launched now. You, you know, you don't uh, no, know. That's, uh, that's we don't know the end question. It's uh, it's uh, not launched. I think it's contemplated. It's being trialed. But can you we mean go, outside of? Can, can, right. can we turn okay, back Mark, to something? What is your yeah. what is your uh, cryptocurrency? Uh, your position. What is it today? My personal position is yes. I have ten dollars oh, that I put in water. a bit in oh. a Bitcoin. Uh, cash app, and I'm down to about four dollars and seventy eight cents. Okay, so now, so I that have, seems to me like so I have uh, a five dollar problem. Working. Somebody's got your money somewhere. Yeah, yeah. no, it's working. <laughs> and now, are you trying your true colors as a venture capitalist? <laughs> no, I hate venture capitalists. That's against my religion. Ah. We're, we're angel investors. We, ah, so you're the next in line to get crushed after the after the founders do. I will be applauded by our audience of one when I try to pull this conversation back, and I will admit that. This is probably the wrong for people to talk about blockchain. But we do have two excellent people, and Mickery and I are superb at this as well. Did you say superfluous? Superfluous. <laughs> that too. Um, to talk about IoT. And if my question had been, or the question had been, regardless of if where. If one were asking questions. If one were asking questions, where where does this new technology, in, in the case of blockchain, blockchain, where does that stand to fail? And what as a... Um, a community, a government, um, a marketplace, what can we do to prevent ourselves from going down that rat hole mm. on blockchain? Boy, that was a long-winded sentence, um, or half a sentence. What can You guys know about IoT, so maybe you can use that instead. Let's talk about... I'm not sure what you're I, asking. My point is, to get there, you guys are both heavily into the IoT we're business. I, we're IoT nerds. You are mm. IoT mm. nerds. And Certified IoT, IoT is nerds. a new technology, just like blockchain. Not so new. Well, okay, that helps. That helps. 19 years. Okay, The, ter the well. term emerged 1999 okay, well, from how, the media lab. How long? Yeah, but the ideas of embedded electronics go back before that. Yeah, That's right. okay. So okay. Okay. 20, 20, 30 years. Okay. Skata. Let's get this settled. Come on, exactly when yeah. was it and what yeah. day? And well, was the term was came it dark when the transistor invented? Yeah, Shockley. Oh, there we go. So anyway, so the point was is you guys are in a business that is still relatively new and which businesses are now finally going butt first or head first or foot first into <laughs> as well. And what can you tell – what can have you learned about the IoT revolution that might be useful in understanding the blockchain revolution? Ooh, I finally got the question out. That took a while. Mm -hmm. Do you follow me? Yeah. Um, we'll just change the title. So, so – you're asking about like technology trends. How does if IoT was perceived as a trend, like blockchain is as a trend, what can one stream learn from the other? I guess what yeah. I'm getting at is if, if, I, if you study the program notes, which aren't yet, not yet written, it would be that we are going um, anatomy portion first into a technology called blockchain. And we all, at least if you read the press, think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and it can't fail because it's built not to fail. And yet, in point of fact, we knew the Titanic was built not to fail, and it did. In two ways. You guys. That's the word the, Titanic will be in the title of and this. And blockchain uh, is only, I'll blurred. say, five to ten years old. Maybe it's ten years old. Maybe it's a thousand gosh. years old. And you guys are in a business that's 20 to 30 years old. So you can give us an advanced look-see on what happens when a, a society or marketplace adopts a new technology, what did you see happen in IoT that we mm. can guess <coughs> will happen in blockchain? So in a, in a lot How of ways... How is that, Mick? In a lot of ways... Damn uh, long question. <laughs> it, it, the longest. So 
Part of the challenge is in how you define a technology, and I, I often end up giving up on, uh -oh. on trying to argue about a definition, uh -oh. and instead, no, we're not going to do it, uh, instead segmenting it. So if we look at Internet of Things, um, in one sense, it does have this 50-year-plus history um, going back to when we f first went, started using electronics on sensors in industrial equipment. Right. Um, but in another sense, it, Internet of Things only really took off, not with the invention of the RFID chip and, and the naming at MIT in 99 or whenever that was. You are avoiding the question. No, I'm not. No, he's I'm giving you perspective to understand. <laughs> Preambulating or something um, like that term. So it's really the, the, the invention of the smartphone and the rise of these small, powerful chips associated especially with the smartphone, are, are really what brought the transformation of IoT. So if we okay, okay. do the analogy to um, distributed ledger technology, um, Bitcoin was sort of the early proof of concept um, right. and of the pitfalls with the, the crazy you know, trading that we've seen. But just to illustrate sort of how early we are in the cycle, it's actually still very dependent on processors. So like all this crazy electricity is because we're using highly, we're still using highly inefficient processors to mine Bitcoin to extend the blockchain. However, I just went through some conferences and some uh, conversations in the industry to understand the degree to which they're now specializing silicon, that is also designing chips to improve the performance of software as they did with smartphones um, in the last Can I reel years. this back in? I'm, I'm doing it for you if you're following me. I'm so barely. So then there, there's, a, there's new generations of chips that are going to dramatically accelerate processing for distributed ledgers the way we've seen specialized chips improve the performance of things that are in your pocket. So I think what he's wow. saying is in... Wow, that was a long answer. Where, where, where if, you've, <laughs> if blockchain and IoT were viewed as a similar kind of phenomenon... Yes. Improvements mm. come from putting more stuff in silicon. Okay, mm. so and what well, Frank is saying is that, the, and I would agree, is that there are new things being done in at the chip level that will accelerate adoption, perhaps. Okay, so let's, now let's be pedantic. Name the. I mean, a very practical question: When was the first failure in the IoT industry that people that was the Titanic of the IoT industry? This uh, is very simple. Yeah, yeah. My right. toaster quit. Um, no. <laughs> when was when was the so well actually you know what it was um, at least in terms of visibility right there but in terms of the, the moment that everyone talks about it's, yes it's when the, the uh, yeah the, the cat the in the hat the cat in the hat no it, it's earlier than that it's Natanz it's the Iranian oh, nuclear that, power processing right, plant oh. in Siemens which equipment they, that their, was their Siemens equipment mysteriously went wacky and damaged and destroyed itself that's right and ultimately they found that software had been snuck into the the logic controllers of their specialized centrifuges for processing uranium, uh, causing them to act contrary to their normal behavior. Even and though they were air gaps, so they were already. So wait a minute. So let's put this in context. That's, I think I, that's a good. That's a good catch. The, that's the, the proper context is if you were. Um, I'm sorry. Who was the Who was the gentleman? Was it Rumsfeld who said the 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 no the nobles I know the nobles I don't know who was that Rumsfeld or. You mean the unknowns, unknown yeah, unknowns? Who was I, that? I, I don't know, but it was it was of that generation of, that of generation. leaders. And in the event you're talking about, which many of the podcast, well, actually, one half the podcast listeners, there, there, there was two. an early. This was considered known a good thing. Industrial hack well, of, for the well, United States, on, not yes. for Iran. Yeah, yes. not for the Iranians. But right. so there was a, a hack of Go an blue. IoT system <laughs> in Iran around their nuclear. Uh, uh, reactor nu stuff. It was, it was nuclear materials processing right. that is uh, concentrating the uranium 
um, from low density to higher right. density, right. and e either for nuclear fuel processing or if you take it beyond nuclear fuel processing for you to, to weapons grade. Okay, so the point is that and Iran, David, you're a physicist. Can you yeah. explain that? No, I don't need to. Um, so there the point, is. the the point is that the Iran was developing nuclear weapons using well, nuclear processing, Sorry. which could have led to yeah, nuclear yeah, right. for uh, simple, uranium simple. processing. Yeah. Fuel and grade. they were centrifuges. Okay, look, look, look. It's close enough. It's like when my wife so, says, what time so is the I centrifuges? Said, I'm more lawyer-like than you in yeah. precision? Come on. Yikes. <laughs> so look. Okay, what was that horn thing called? The guy down in the boiler room in the Titanic. Uh. He was yelling into. <laughs> it's just, that was just the movie. There's ice, in my, there's ice in my backyard here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one. going back, there was, <laughs> Iran was developing nuclear fuel using equipment that had Early IoT, early well, IoT they, equipment. they use things called PLCs, programmable logic yes. controllers. So yes. it's an early form of digital technology controllers used in um, industrial context. They were software programmable. Okay. Okay. They were not internet connected. So if you if you're a purist, you turn your you're, you're snobby and you turn your nose up. But they were they were computer oriented for today's and they had software can and you could sneak software into them that would cause them to okay. misbehave. So and for today's discussion, can we say they were early IoT? Sure. Just like the Flintstone mobile, if you recall, that was an early automobile. <laughs> Remember with Fred? So, you so, Fred? so Dave, growing, growing up in Ann Arbor, <laughs> growing up in Ann Arbor, the Flintstones. Did, did you did you try the acid early, <laughs> or or did that come later in life? Was it the purple microdot or, or yes, the blotter? I think is the answer. Going um, back, going back. Was so, it the good stuff that came out of the Grateful Dead concerts? <laughs> so going back. So the so the, Iran was developing nuclear fuel using early IoT technology, which from a distance most people wanted to think was secure, well, and yet thank, thankfully from the U.S. perspective. Um, and maybe not thankfully from an industrial perspective, it turned out those were quite hackable. Mm. And you're saying that was the IoT's it, industry Titanic. That was the it, ti it was the Titanic, Titanic in the sense that it's it, people had not really thought before then about the hackability of these in, digital industrial controls that were, as you said, Mark, air-gapped because they weren't yes. connected to a network. However, um, well, sorry, they weren't connected to, to an, an outside external network. network. That's they, right. they did talk to each okay. other. Got it. And so some agent, suspected to be the United States, got managed to get software into the facility and into that isolated network, and then it proliferated. So the if you read right. the trade rags, the trade publications of the time, are you ready to do time and weather? Um, if you read the trade publications of the time, were there interesting articles saying, my God, the Titanic just sunk, or in this particular case, um, oh my gosh, the PLCs got hacked. What's going to, and that's when, that's when U.S. went after Iran. What's going to happen in the no, local GE no. plant? It, it, it was, you know, it was a government agent, it was a secret agent problem. It wasn't thought to be a mainstream secret um, industrial agent, problem man. until, um, you know, if we, that song? It, so, by the way, in, in, in mainstream ways, we've not had a Titanic moment in the iot business no because whether we're talking about hacking people's baby cams or yeah. um the the massive attack to try and shut down parts of the internet using I, bad iot gadgets yeah it hasn't gotten enough attention but to me another aha moment at least for go. people worrying about it was um as the conflict began between russia and uh, the ukraine in 2014 yes. you're talking about the power grid hack yes yeah that oh. that's that was uh, that will be brought up on my March twenty fifth oh, by no. one of my, uh, conference at the uh, media lab by one of my keynoters. Quick, Mick, time and uh, weather. Time Joel and weather. Now the, the COO of Veritas. That's one of his reference points. 
Okay. Anyway, back and, to our and story. There, I, and I and now I can the, post this on the on the. I don't know uh, the details of, of this as much, but there there's a in Germany somewhere was some kind of big industrial equipment smelter of some kind. It, one of these pieces of equipment that's really expensive to create that once you start it up can never be shut down oh. because if it cools off, it's permanently damaged. It's like Mark's mouth. Mm. Um, well, I don't know about permanently damaged, but can never be shut off. <laughs> well, right? permanent Perma- damage comes from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, there was some hack somewhere, uh, not properly sourced in this example, yeah. um, of an attack on this piece in this facility, and it was it was shut down. What did they have to do with the Ukraine and Russia? It sounded good initially. What did it? No, have they to? they shut down the power grid. So oh, really? Somebody turned accessed, off the lights. Yeah. Oh, and permanently damaged elements of oh, the control Ukrainian? equipment of right. the power grid in Ukraine, oh. and they had to run around manually and, and stand these, it back up. But how about how about let's leave to another Russian one? Russian agents probably. Again, yes, yeah, suspected. Yeah. So how about the Maersk hack? Maersk. Um, yes, it's a big shipping line. Although that one actually wasn't strictly IoT, it was a g- more general. Well, hack. nothing has been strictly IoT so far, so we, why why worry about that? Well, the, it's it's because it, this was a it, this one actually Early attacked the, the the conventional computers of. Uh, so actually, it was also a byproduct of Russia, um, Ukraine, because uh, it was it originated in a hack of a piece of uh, Ukrainian accounting software, That's but right. the way it was designed, it spread a, around the world to people who hadn't patched their Windows systems. And Maersk, for whatever reason, proved particularly vulnerable. Maersk, the industrial shipping, shipping, shipping global line. shipping line. Are right. they still in business, by the way? Oh, they're huge. Oh, and, I thought they went out of business. Sorry, literally, shut down. Oh, yeah, right. Literally, the, the, um, uh, the gates that control employee access were oh, killed. Okay. And you could argue that's an IoT thing. Oh, okay. So now, let's but jump. It, it brought the company to a screeching yeah, halt that. and put them in full manual mode for six months. <laughs> Did the IoT industry, for any of these events you've discussed, have, was there any discussion well, within the industry of, oh my gosh, the emperor has no clothes? Well, let's just start with the fact there's no such thing as an IoT industry. Oh, that's so a showstopper. Check, please. <laughs> it's, it's, we are out of here. It, yeah. Well, because <clears throat> these tiny widgets, are, uh, tiny elements of the electronics come out of a piece of the semiconductor industry, but then other people stick those together with software that come from a different industry, yeah. and then... All that gets put, any company making widgets, uh, whether it's a, a shipping container, a forklift, or, you know, your baby cam, um, then integrate that into right. that. So it, it basically, this is technology and elements that go across many industries. There, there are off-the-shelf components. I uh, am zoning out. What's the point? You, well, you're referring to one monolithic yeah, well, industry with a, with a central... Industry. No, we don't. Yeah, you do. No, we don't. Don't you? Well, he calls himself an IoT consultant. If there were no such thing, he might as well call himself a... It's a QRS theme or a topic that applies to most companies in the world. Well, and th- there isn't an origin it's industry. A pursuit. Okay, so right. you're, what you're saying is there's no trade rag for IoT. <coughs> well, there must be. There are many thing. little um, uh, people trying to talk about this, but no, it's essentially a theme or a topic in the mainstream okay, press. Okay, so that and, uh, that detail that detail aside. Was there any discussion after any events? This is like doing a deposition. You, or something. You're, you're asking, did, did the IoT industry get in a conference room and say, "It's Holy your fault"? No, it's your yeah, fault. Yeah, that's my point. Yes. No, and and yeah. it's it's like asking who's going to uh, solve the political uh, fracture in the United States. There's so uh-huh. many actors and players that uh-huh. you, you can't do it. So so, so but if you break uh-huh. it into little pieces, kind of taking what what Frank's saying. Yeah. Having worked for a couple of big, I get it. Uh, having worked for a few big <laughs> phone companies. Um, the telcos solve their piece of it. So it's a globally managed service. So they can ensure if you're using their stuff that it, it always works. Or if, it, if there's an issue, they shut it down. I have a question for Mick. 
Sum that all up in two sentences. It's 3.30 and it's <laughs> 72 degrees in Tucson, Arizona. Okay, so no, I get your point, which is that from a distance, for those of us who, like Mick and I, who aren't in IoT, mm. it seems to be an industry. You guys are in IoT, and it's like, well, you can call it that from a distance, but in point of fact, when you're here, there's the phone company, there's the... There's the silicon providers. There's all these little pieces right. which together seem to be IoT. IoT is a team sport, and well, it takes really. a team oh, yeah. of to do each deployment, well, which would be solving a specific set of problems. It. It's a, a string of companies that come so together. There was a, a, an article in the Boston Globe today that hints at the complexity of the problem. So this was Hayawatha Bray's huh. uh, column. He has about been around a while. It's getting, I'm sorry? He has been around a while. Yeah. yeah. It's getting a slightly easier to know if your uh, smart product, i.e. IoT, so smarter connected is another yeah, euphemism right. for IoT, yeah. um, like mixed is, quote, safe. Um, and his starting point is that you have no idea when you buy a widget that's connected uh, how safe it is, how private it is, where the data goes, right. all that stuff. Right. And he goes on to elaborate two emerging uh, groups attempting to sort of create a underwriting label that says, "Yes, exactly, here's, organic." Here's Let's a certification for with, with a UL. product. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, right. Underwriters Lab. Right. So, okay, but how does my rice cooker tell me when the rice is done? And it's really amazing how a rice cooker works. <laughs> Isn't it's got it? a sensor in it. Time and weather time. <laughs> Keep going. No, that's a great idea. There's so, such but, a the, thing but there is no such thing. And but the, the the people in Consumer Reports and the Firefox Foundation and others were testing things and pointing out, say, baby cams and mainstream products that didn't encrypt the data, used a commonly available password, didn't allow for software updates. So there's all these yeah, behaviors. Yeah. Basically, one way of thinking about what's happening with IoT <laughs> is that. Um, the it's a wide, thing, man. It's a thing. Multiple industries are creating new, sharper tools for people to do stupid things with yes. if they don't know what they're doing. And so there's massive numbers of people, including major companies that we know and think love. are respectable, um, sometimes love, um, are creating are doing dopey things like putting routers in our homes with okay. generic passwords that everyone knows and okay. can hack. Okay, let's go back now. So what we have learned is that the IoT industry, even though you claim it doesn't exist, the the uh, IoT el economy, the elusive IoT economy, not that's not elusive. The industry is elusive. Had had its own had its own Titanic like events, whether they were discussed in the trade literature or not. Some. What is. Can you draw a parallel to the emerging, um, can we call it the blockchain distributed uh, economy? Ledger. Distributed ledger economy. And then now my turn to cough. Well, you <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so the... Um, How was that, Mark? Nice cough? <laughs> Not throaty there's, enough. There's oh, so much yeah. that we don't know here. For yeah. example, the, the, just like the Titanic, the assumption is that, that distributed ledger is immutable. But right. what they haven't solved is what happens if it's not immutable? If exactly. someone figures out how to mess it up, and, and one would argue that, they, that immutability is not desirable. What was the name of the What was the name of the German plant that got attacked and put the power out in Ukraine? I, it still hasn't come back. To what me. did you characterize the event as? Uh, oh, yeah, I don't no. remember words that I used, but basically, it's somebody hacked their industrial control system to cool it off and therefore permanently. So, it. can is how do we know that Putin's not behind the blockchain or distributed? So yeah, th that one, I, ah. that's actually there in there is uh, even though you're kind of joking. One, oh, one, one of the, think one of the things that we talked about in the Vlad panel. Vlad and I are close. One, uh, well, no closer than Frank is with his email records and everything, oh, and, his, and his hard oh, disk image. We need which, Hillary Clinton to take which care is of that certainly, for you. Uh, being Lost looked at. Time. By, uh -oh. uh, by hundreds uh -oh. and hundreds of agents. Uh -oh. Looking at all your stuff too, bub. Uh -oh. You think you're special? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but none of my stuff anybody cares about. Okay. 
Uh, what, what, was what, was, what was the point? I'm sorry. The, <laughs> the point here was, is Vladimir Putin behind the blockchain, and is he going well, to... Why are you asking the question other than, like, just randomly connecting dots? Oh, that's not random at all. Well, so that was so, one of the issues was, you know... Because it's a... it's a, it, My my, my op- view from a distance... Open source is the idea behind blockchain. Right. So all ah. out in the daylight, well, everyone that's a great can answer. see it. So it's governance by answer. committee... Right. By and everybody group. and by nobody, and but it's like open source, right? Well, there but, we go. I, but I believe it's open source Good in terms of code me. creation, right. As well as the visible shared nature of distributed ledger technology, i.e., it's all one set of books. So in that sense, distributed ledger technology is a little bit like double entry accounting. Ah, right. It's a really ah. fundamental idea, which double entry accounting date back what 400, 500 years. Um, to the world's oldest profession. No, no, no that's no. IP lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, double entry accounting. <laughs> now, don't keep going double entendre on me with double entry now. Our, our, oh, no. Who was even thinking it? Mm. Okay, Anyway, the point is that distributed ledger, with double entry accounting, everyone kept their own set of books and right. argued about whose books were right. 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 The idea of distributed ledger is, oh, yeah, we have ledgers, but it's one ledger we all look at. I see. So, okay, so what you're then saying is one of the the titanics, that is some of the foibles of the IoT economy, are not applicable to blockchain or distributed ledger because it is open source-esque. No. Um, well, that's what I heard. That's what Mick heard I wasn't also. trying to connect that dot. I was trying to talk about, um, uh, just directly answer the question, how do we know there isn't a bad actor underneath uh, distributed ledger? Yes. So... The, the danger a Trojan horse buried in there somewhere. Yes, right. Exactly. So sure, you can always worry about that, but but to the point of both oh, it, the code that you say that quite dismissively. No, no. The the just because it's being done in the open doesn't mean someone can't sneak something in. It just oh, means there, there are more people looking at it and arguing about it and right. second guessing it than if it's hidden and cloaked under the covers. Um, Here's a tricky question before you get to that, just as a digression. Will we is, remember and come back? No, probably no. not. Um, is the is the code base mm. for the distributed ledger itself kept in a distributed ledger? I have no idea. And I don't even know the details of, of the how it's they like, do It's the like the hall of mirrors open. of code. They're, they're, no, it's, that's where you, people yeah. start saying, I base my Mick blockchain on that. Ethereum <laughs> or... Which is sort of like right. the Red Hat model right. of open source. Sure. Oh, but let me let me go to a different place. So oh, here's sorry. another. Uh, We're trying to the, so the assumption is that because the operation of it is distributed, that no one entity is powerful enough to affect it. Yes. However, what's happened, um, I think, with Bitcoin and some of the others that have scaled higher on on in ledger distributed ledger technology is that as it has required more computation through the proof of work concept to create new yes. material yes. and to process the transactions, the cost of running those transactions has become higher. And so basically... How does that keep going? Tie that, and tie so, that together? So it, you have to be a bigger, uh, more valuable, more expensive company to process blockchain transactions. Ah, and therefore the the active community that's able to, to participate in the uh, democracy of the distributed ledger is smaller. The, uh, the there is back. centralization. Vlad and his buddies are back. Centralization Vlad. of power. But no, let's Chinese. get really practical. Ooh. A lot of the Bitcoin mining operations are now in China. Wrong. And, and so then the Do question you know why is, that is? Well, because they were able to divert that big dam and wipe out that whole little village well, just so they can mine Bitcoin. Cheap that, electricity. Cheap yeah. electricity. So you're Ooh. not far off. Well, oddly, those people lost their houses because of that. 
the three three, uh, three gorges, three gorges. Yeah. That's anyway, the name of a local so restaurant. one of one Curious. of the it is actually anxiety notes, and and by the way, all this is just from me casually noticing brief mentions of of blockchain distributed oh, wait ledger a minute, wait a stuff. Blockchain. Blockchain. <laughs> way to get that in. Um, so. Again, I, I only have a glimpse of this idea, but one of the questions now is whether it's an, uh, an, a commercial actor or a, na- a nation state government, it, is, will there become a concentration of power that undermines oh, what's the distributed? Your well, there are currently anxieties that that's what's happened now with ah. Bitcoin, that there's enough concentration of oh. either ownership or potential political influence on. What's that Gemini phone? Is that them? Of a portion of the ledger. The, 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 so, twins. so imagine. If someone somehow said, hey, I don't like what you're doing, I'm just going to turn off my part of the distributed ledger. <coughs> and and you, you sort of suddenly you're dropping the yeah. transaction rate or you take a big hunk of it offline. I don't understand so quite what the So if we were able to is. call a blockchain expert, they might dismiss that. But I wanted to bring it back to mm. IoT. Can I don't you think they could dismiss it, but they'd be able to oh, better characterize it. David, this is a personal question. Uh-oh. Are you nervous about blockchain disrupting your industry? Of IP, <laughs> uh, not at all, because a distributed ledger is what the, the what the ideally what the patent hmm. office does. They have a distributed ledger of everybody who does something in a certain area, right? Wow, uh, I don't think so. Yes, it is. Why do you call that a distributed ledger? It's I, a it's a database. It's a list of things oh. that everyone references oh. and licenses. Hear my son. Those are just random noises. Oh. Um, but wait a minute. I was going to put in his retirement papers see, now this, that he's heard in, that. In, in, <laughs> in, in this case, it's sort of a centralized one no, at, the, centralized. at the patent office. It's not office. distributed at all. It's quite centralized. But then lots of people but, are doing things off of it. it. I know, but, but it's, it's but, a centralized register. But you register. can't alter it. It's called the Register of Patents. Well, well but it, I'm, so I'm unclear of how it, – so it's a great question. Great question, Nick. Um, I don't, and the, well, the IP attorney right here at the table is telling me it wasn't a great question because yeah. he's never thought about it. I thought it was kind of insane. It's the danger of asking <laughs> I, a, a, I think a paid critic to come and comment. I think that purple yeah. dot that I was supposed to get 20 or 30 years ago. See, I don't even have any idea what purple dots were. We mm-hmm. just use postage stamps. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so wait a minute. Why are you saying that the central register, which is the the register of issued patents, yeah. which is closely governed by the U.S. PTO, yep. the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, yeah. that is not a distributed ledger. It it will it depends on how you look at it, right? So if you look Uh-oh. narrowly at it, oh, you are a definitional guy. Well, look, the point here is to, to be able to Defin- pull in and defini- out definitionalist to, Defin- to be able to to reframe <laughs> and rethink situations and learn from from doing that. So yes. if I look narrowly at the centralized database the U.S. Patent Office maintains, no, that's not a distributed ledger. Yes. If I Correct. pull back and think about all the people interacting with that information and then arguing about transactions associated with that database, wait, then it does start to look wait, to me like wait. a distributed ledger. Wait, is the New York Times a distributed ledger? Uh, off topic. Stay with me. No, it's um, the same thing. It's the same thing. It's well, more do you dis- want to distract the audience and, and drop a hanky over there and change the subject, or do you want to stick with the line uh, of thinking we were on? Oh, wait a minute. I was not changing the subject. I was... <laughs> How come our floor is covered with hankies? <laughs> <laughs> no, look, where I was going is the... the um, I, I like you, where this is going. <laughs> I think you should be nervous, David. Your profession is at risk. Oh, well, no, Lord. not necessarily, because <laughs> at least in my framing, it isn't. In, me, in your framing, maybe it Wait is. Wait a minute. I'm still trying to get he's, this. He's, so, he's, look, a, he's, a, he's a minor uh, 
I'll forget it. I won't what, but what, if you step back and look at all the, the transactions, conversations, and arguments that take place about what's in the U.S. Patent Office's database, yes. you could argue that there would be a way to represent that using a distributed ledger. Oh, I didn't, Who's well, that's a different issue. What? You could um, represent and, it with an abacus. Uh, okay, I'm not sure how I would do that, but well, you okay. Need a purple dot first. <laughs> <laughs> Drop acid and it all makes sense. Is that what you're saying? I, well, Timothy Leary said that. Mm. Uh, so Tune anyway, my first. point is there might be a useful way to do a distributed ledger around an IP central register. Yes, I don't disagree with that. And I'll argue a distributed ledger around IP would make much more sense if there were multiple, and there are multiple, but many more than multiple patent offices and or if, if companies... Oh, so only or one private, country matters? If private citizens could themselves agree on, mm. hey, Mick, I will grant you a patent because that seems like a really cool way to uh, you know, put your glasses uh, case together, then, then perhaps a distributed ledger would make mm. sense there because there are all these transactions taking place in, if you will, the ether. Well, that would be patent issuance, but what about patent licensing? See, that's the arguments about uh, But the patent office is not involved. Let's, let's just assume the patent office is not involved in no, licensing. No, but it, again, the frame of reference is the larger ecosystem that surrounds yes. the patents. Oh, yeah, agreed. Oh, wait and a minute. all the transactions and conversations among people once the patent's issued. We can agree. About the yes. transactions that take place around those patents. A distributed ledger could be useful to track. Uh, everything from the movement of bananas from Costa Rica to the local Whole Foods it, and it the license It seems like a perfect use yeah. because everybody could see exactly who did who's, what when. And who's right. licensed what from whom. <clears throat> right, but the, the, I guess the, I guess the and question— And what they paid. The it's equivalent question is— And who's a good lawyer and who isn't? Ah, Well, that, ah. I can settle that one pretty quickly. <laughs> They're all bad? <laughs> well, so I, wait a I, 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 I would normally <laughs> agree with you, but— <laughs> We'll just keep moving. Pleasant company accepted. Is that what you're saying? Some of them are funny. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back to back to this. We can get away from it so fast. You guys are you guys. It depends on the definition of what is is. Is oh, is. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Another cultural reference. Um, so go back to IoT and what what was learned in Deflection. the Titanic's I am. But well, I'm helping our audience now. Oh, three. No, they gave um, up. They gave up. Okay. What, We're up to three. What did you learn? What did the no IoT more. industry learn? Other, we've had a few Titanic episodes that might be applicable to the emerging blockchain industry. I'm sorry, economy. Well, you know, in the broadest sense, I, I think we've been enumerating some of them, which is yeah, right. you don't know what you more. don't know, and you didn't think enough about security and resilience. Um, is that the biggest resilience, issue? Um, uh, from the beginning. Yeah. I'm sorry. But, I, but I, think, I think, you know, to kind of add on, one of the symptoms that we're seeing is that in the consumer end of the IoT world, the consumer end mixed is really... To- you mean mixed toaster? Mixed toaster. The I'm consumer end is really not rice cooker. It's rice you know, cooker. It always or, stops at the ro- right or, moment. Or, or your coffee maker, where it connected. <clears throat> that segment has not really seen any revenue growth. Not, uh, aside from Nest thermostats and Ecobee. What did that have to do with anything? Mark, there's, there's no... So people aren't buying crap because... and. Because companies haven't figured out how to launch oh. compelling consumer IoT. Well, I, I would frame it a different way because you know the Nest, uh, Nest. You know, I bought a bunch of Nest Protect smoke detectors because yep. I wanted fancy smoke yep. detectors. Because we're nerds, I have them too. Yeah. yeah. Do you like them? So yeah. Oh. Good. Um, huh. The but what's happening? But well, we're nerds. The, the yeah. so. A big Wait chunk a of if, the... If you haven't had a fire, oh, I guess you have. I have actually had a fire. Okay. So how do you know they're good or they're really internet connected or they're whatever? I know that they're internet connected because I could see see them from a, a, a web interface or a phone interface. Unless, Unless you've been hacked. Report, 
And Unless they, you've been hacked and you put a mirror on it, and then you, they can't see. They think they're on, but they're really not. No, no, this is not the, you know, the internet doesn't know I'm a dog, New Yorker, a comic. But, but so I can, because I, I, can, I can interact with it is the answer to your question, even though you were joking. But, um, Mick never jokes. Well, I know. But um, I, there's not been a proliferation for revenue That's of a large, aside, large word. aside from Nest thermostats and you know whatever of a lot of consumer IoT products. But well, that's not yeah. a failure issue. That's a different type. So, so, so the, it's failure to the, launch. The, the way the yeah. way I would oh, describe, that's you keep but in. right. So the, the the industry is growing gradually for a bunch of complicated reasons. The early problems are coming from the hardware centric, cheap yep. uh, design in companies. the IoT industry. It's just it, in the industry. Um, let yeah. me let me there put it a different no way. IoT There's industry. lots of companies making cheap electronics, <laughs> Got it. and they couldn't cause much damage other than poor product experiences. Like mix uh, toaster until they put a damage amplifier in their product called yes. a sensor and Got a compute it. device. Damage amplifier. And so now, instead of making <laughs> no, isn't in, it? And I, instead of making a bad baby cam that gives a poor experience in your house, now they're making a bad baby cam that gives a poor experience in your house and lets some bad guy someplace else okay. yell at your kid so in a foreign language. They right. put a network and, interface card. That was the downside. Uh, well, an module. equivalent. Yeah, yeah, whatever it's called. Yes. Yeah. So I think the the other issue sort of related to Car. exactly what Frank in, is in saying. In other words, we've given sharp tools yes. to people who are running fast and don't know. Okay, what they're doing. so that's right. and, so guess but, take a guess into the, into the blockchain economy where that's going to come up. Well, honestly, I would look at Mick, and although he may not have any visibility to this, and and all the fast and loose stuff with initial coin offerings and and all the crazy ways that people are quote using blockchain to like fundraise in funky ways oh. and act as financial institutions in unregulated ways. And so, I don't have I have very little knowledge in this space, but the sense I have is a lot of the early action in distributed ledger technology has been in this financial innovation end of the spectrum, which looks like handing a lot of powerful tools to people who don't know what they're doing and who are running fast with sharp you, tools. You guys know something about that, don't hey. you? I, I have, I, I am very skeptical of blockchain for a currency. I think the distributed ledger can work well for tokens for specific acts. And the way for you, and we're working on one right now that has an example of how do you, can you get your records today, your medical records today? Yes. Okay. Most of us don't know how to do it. Patient gateway. Yeah, patient gateway. Hospital. Patient uh, uh, gateway. Well, that doesn't have emergency room outside that, and then you're yeah, really yeah, patient gateway. Stuck. Keep going. Oh, Mick, Mick, Mick was right. getting somewhere. So, believe it or not. So all I'm saying is, I'm is that I want to give you my medical records. I don't want to read them. <laughs> well, it's okay. I'm going to give them to you anyway. All right. <laughs> so uh, I, I want to distribute them to other people. Right. Uh, other people who are sick. Other people that have my same whatever. And how can I do that easily and functionally with tokens? I could do it very easy. I give you a token, I give you a token, I give you a token, and then my medical record goes out. And it connects me with 10, this situation we're involved, it's with math through Mass General. It has, not, it has I, the number is so astronomical, okay, it has like a, a ten, million and ten, a half ten. doctors signed up and 70 million patients. And so wow. if you're doing a clinical study and you want to find out women with scleroderma, ages 33 to 47, and you ship it out, and all of a sudden you can come up with a list because they've given their token to whoever. We don't mind. We want, our, we want this information distributed. All right. So, so that's one use that I think I, is a pretty good one. I think it's valid, but What's couldn't in? you do that from Epic, which is the underlying software that runs most major medical centers? Well, I, I see I, Frank I squinting to. at you. 
Squinting. I Epic's one of two. But what's yeah. the name of the company doing this token thing? Um, I can't tell you the name of it because there's okay. no company yet. It's, gotcha. it's, it's an idea. They're doing a blockchain uh, with this group that's already at Mass General that has a million and a half dollars. I mean, it's an interesting application. Yeah. It solves a right. problem. It leverages up. It's a, not. It's not there yet. Yep. And you know. So, but the idea is, is that the the doctors are already part of this network. Yep. And they can sign on for this or not sign on for it. So, so, I guess. so the, my question about Epic and whatever the Epic mm. competitor are, Cern, Cernan, Cern, 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 Cern yeah. I think one owns the other. Or uh, anyway, anyway, the, these, but, these, that, but these, that's, that's you know, they got they have tremendous HIPAA requirements yep. that they're dancing with all the time. What is the what's the particular applicability like of the a distributed blockchain to that u, that use case? I'm I'm having trouble understanding it's, why it's, Mark's it's question token. is not a good one. It's the tokenization. So at random, I could give you grant you a token because you're in, you're and I'm I'm kind of theorizing that. You're studying my particular malady. The group at Nationals called Acres is what their the name is. Okay. Okay, but why do I why do I need a to what is it about a token? Let's say, let's say you have I understood the value of okay. a distributed ledger. Then I won't go down that path. Okay, I had understood the value of a distributed ledger to be the the ability of multiple players to check the veracity of transactions occurring with respect to it. Right. What does that have to do with what Mick just said? Frank might want to wait. It's a, it's a, it's another way of doing. It's, it's perhaps a, another oh, yeah. potentially more secure way of Frank sharing, you Frank. know, metadata. We need Frank. Frank, help us. So I, I'm not sure I completely understand the token use here, and it's a little confusing also because there's a, a security token analogy as well. So mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure I understand enough what's going on in this maybe, case. Maybe we could learn about it offline. Medical records are are really will not tell complex, um, and so are the various needs to sort of share and exchange them. Um, but but uh, distribute distributed ledger, ledger um, could be a way of, say, giving individual people access to information and then having visibility to whether they've accessed it yeah. and how and where. Um, it, I don't know if you could do this, but i got to imagine there may also be a way in which you could give permission to share anonymized aspects well, of Well, there we your, go. I will agree with you there. It would be possible to... Your record, although... Yes. You can as, tokenize your data. As has as been shown multiple times, people have anonymized large-scale databases thinking that it was truly anonymous, but then underestimated the degree Correct. of personal information in there from which they could reverse the anonymity. Okay, so stepping back with that, is it po is a use of a distributed ledger that that is, that is there's an there is a parallel, which is if you assume that every hospital wants to maintain to the extent it can its own records, hmm. uh, every every physician's office wants to maintain its own records. That a distributed ledger technology, if it's whether it's used for transaction uh, resolution or not, can be useful in. So a distributed ledger is a basis for a distributed database. Yeah, it may have some applicability there, but now we've, we're, mm. we're stretching out into the speculation Mick, can space you tell without us? knowing. What is the point of the distributed ledger to this particular sure. application? So for it one, it, it's for sharing information. Yeah, he's, he's, he's sharing, sharing information, and it could be anonymized. Yeah, is that a good word? Anonymized, yeah. yeah. Okay. It could be shared anonymously, or it could be shared with knowledge of who the patient is but it would be a way to locate patients that have a certain profile. The other thing is, is that if I'm going to several doctors I and I want to distribute my do tokens to uh, multiple doctors and I just say, hey, look, I, you know, I want to go for my lung problem, 
that you guys obviously have here in the room. Mark has a lung problem. Yeah, all right. Mm. So anyway, so you'd like Mark to see other people fish. that uh, that are t taking Adair, Afrair, or whatever it is. Adair. Uh, Adair. So anyway, I'm just saying Simba the idea is, is that that we would be that. one use. And also it would quickly allow me to source other doctors without having to go knock on the door. I say, well, you look at my records and tell me whether you can help me or not. I'm just guessing. I don't know. There's many, many. Uh, I think it's. I think it's. You know. Again, it's not really failure to launch on that one. From my. Well, it's not being done yet. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's it, it's we'll an interesting concept. I will tell you that if you put nanoparticles in that, I'll invest. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and with that, frankly, you need to close this. We've surprisingly have squandered yet another hour. Perfectly good hour. No, of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh -oh. So, Frank, bring us to a close. Can 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 we listen twice to this? I mean, it'll be really it's so interesting. We could do this <laughs> yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there any certification that's, we can get? That's as two hours. Result? That's like two CLA, hours. Of, CMEs or that's two what? hours of wasted time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to increase wasted time? Yeah, I got gotcha. right, yeah, yeah. So Frank, bring us to I, a close. Well, um, in a relevant way. I'm not going to remember the exact source of this quote, but some oh. tech industry person said, you know, and it, and it may have been Bill Gates. Was it Rumsfeld? No, no. Um, Feld. That we Feld. we Feld. tend to underestimate. We tend to overestimate the impact of technology in the short run, and overestimate it. No, 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 sorry. We overestimate it in the short run. And we think it's going to be big right away. Under, underestimate and we underestimate it in the long run. That, yeah, well, there we go. And so with uh, distributed ledger technology, as Wasn't with it IoT, Keynes that said we're all dead in the long run anyway. Mm, <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yeah, but I want to eat in the meantime. Uh, <coughs> We're still extremely early with both of these technologies that we bounce back and forth between the distributed ledger and the IoT. And uh, people should remember how breathless and nutty the ideas are at the beginning and how different the outcome is, and that it usually still has a big effect. But, you know, there are a few technologies that, in fact, tend to turn out more boring than you think. Uh, I don't think distributed ledger will be that way, but I think it'll take a long time to sort it out. Should I start recording now? Thank you, Frank. You're welcome. Thank you, Frank. Thanks, Thanks Frank. Frank. David. <laughs>